From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 245. Today's show is brought to you by Mac Weldon and Squarespace. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined as always by the one and only Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello, Mr. Mike Hurley. How are you? Dandy, my friend. Dandy. Good, good. I am dandy as well. I'm back from LA. I didn't bring home the crud with me because Yay. I think I I pre-gamed the crud this year. So I was sick like the five days leading up to it. So I was kind of protected <laughs> from the return trip. So I'm actually feeling pretty good. I got some sleep last night. Didn't get any sleep the first night back, which is normal. Um, that's my bad jet lag direction. And um, But yeah, a highly successful trip. We will talk about this a bunch during mm-hmm. this episode, but uh, it's good to be back. Yep. So yeah, got some pen show talk, but uh, mm-hmm. obviously pen show talk leads into us making one last reminder mm. about the Kickstarter campaign. If you Almost are listening there. to this uh, when it comes when the show comes out, you got like a couple of days, right? So the yeah three the campaign ends on the twenty fourth of February. Yeah, like in in the morning, I mm-hmm. think. It's, so it's probably like three days from like as we record ish. Yep. So, yeah. so you've basically got a day or two if you're listening to this, you know, soon. Uh, so we're obviously we'll have another link in our show notes. Uh, just like a final push, not for any real reason, but it's more like just because <laughs> we're fine. Like we, we've got all the money that we need. So thank you so much. We have more then, you know, so we're going to work out what mm-hmm. to do with that. As we said, this is more just for you, because if you miss this, you've missed it. This is the only way to get the videos. This is, and it will be videos this year, three videos yes. in total we're going to be working on. Um, and also, it's the only way that you're going to get this pen case because mm-hmm. uh, if I'm right, we've exceeded like the minimum order that we needed anyway from the supplier. So, right. So, I have to order extras just because that's what you have to do. Yep. Um, so if by chance there's extras, we'll sell them at a pen show, but we're talking like single digits type of stuff, not mm-hmm. hundreds. Like you know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not ordering more of these to sell at shows. Like, exactly. If there's any extras, you might catch just like the overstock once everything has shipped and we've confirmed that everyone's has arrived and everyone's is in good shape. So you know, there's always extras, but you know, it might be you might see twenty of them pop up a year from now, kind of thing. Yeah, but like if you definitely want one, like if, which yeah. you should because it's awesome. The only way you're going to guarantee yourself one is by backing the Kickstarter campaign. So. Get yep. in and do it. Thank you so much, everybody that's back. We'll, I'm sure, next week just be crying again on the show. So, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, and we'll have to. more notes. And you know, people are asking what we're going to do with the extra money and stuff. And and we have ideas and yeah, you know, things like that. So yes, yeah. me and Brad so, need to knock good. our heads together. And the great yeah. thing this time is we don't need to make all of those decisions before Atlanta. Like we have the right. rest of the year to decide what we want to do with the extra. So that's really great. That's a different thing this time. So I'm excited about that. Right. Uh, last week we were speaking about bags. Right. Yeah. Hashtag and, bag addict. Uh, and it, it pushed me into finally buying the bag that I've had my eye on, uh, mm-hmm. which is the Manal Daily Bag. Mm-hmm. Um, they do some travel bags, like some actual, uh, I was speaking about these last week, like carry on bags. Uh, but I think they might be a bit bigger than what I need, right? Because I'm, I'm not looking for a bag to put all of my luggage in when I travel, which is more what the carry on bags are. Um, this is more just like a, a bag to become my new, like, travel carry-on bag so like i've got my suitcase with me and then i have like my knickknacks in a bag right like my headphones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my ipad like all the stuff that's in my topo mm-hmm. um and i'm excited to try this out because there are a lot of things about the daily bag 
similar to the Topo. Like it is multifunction. It has a handle on the side, so it can be briefcase. And it kind of has a nicer way of storing the handles in. You can actually tuck them inside of the bag in a, in a night, what I consider to be a bit easier way of doing it. Um, plus the clips are, are different types of clips because I'm fine with the Topo clips, but they do pop out every now and then. Sure. So, and the handles are padded, which is like my number one thing that frustrates me about the Topo mountain briefcase is that the, the handles aren't padded. They're just like mm-hmm. just a piece of like webbing or whatever it's called. So yeah, I'm excited about this. I also got one of their accessory kits, like the they call it the mobile tool case, and it's just basically a place to put chargers and dongles and stuff, and it fits inside of the bag. So I'm excited. It arrives on Friday, and I'm going to enjoy doing that thing where you take out all of the stuff and put it in a new bag. You know, <laughs> like you find all your places. Yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah. So this will be a, this is a vlog waiting to happen, right? I'm working on another vlog video right now, which means yeah, I probably won't do true. anything else until that's done. But there is, mm. I have like in the back of my head or, and also in a note, uh, a bunch of things I want to do, um, including like showing off my field notes, showing off my pens and doing some bag stuff as well. But yeah. that's all like down the line when I need it. That's idea. cool. That's cool. Well, I'm anxious to see, see this. So definitely bring it to Atlanta. I'm sure you will. Oh yeah. It'll be the bag I'll have in Atlanta. Jeff and I would like to uh, lay our eyes on it. This is mm. generally not a style we go for, but I see some things that look uh, very interesting here. So, yeah, I want to look at it. A long time ago, you <laughs> in a were, galaxy far, far away. You were profiled in what was? What were you profiled in? It was like an offshoot of Boston.com. Like okay. a mag. It was like a digital magazine from by Boston.com. I forget the official name of it. This guy loves pens more than you love anything in the world. <laughs> right. That pen was addict, the title of the article. Pen addict listeners uh, will be familiar with this because it was the horrific uh, <laughs> illustration of Brad with the gums and the tiny eyes and stuff, right? Yeah. So, yeah, if, if you haven't seen it, you definitely need to click the link in the show notes. We actually have this um, printed out and up on the wall at Knock because it's amazing. <sighs> However, something more amazing has happened. <laughs> uh, listener Alexander has created a web page where he has taken the image of you, used some incredible artistry skills to create a version of me in this style, but it's also a online coloring book. <laughs> so you're able to click and choose colors and then apply them to the image so you can create varying horrifying <laughs> illustrations of me and you in just the most garish colors and it is freaking unbelievable <laughs> it is so cool and terrible it's beyond cool like our listeners are the best i don't care what you say they, mm-hmm. this is beyond cool the funniest thing is he has this as version 0.1 <laughs> Yeah, so, he has ideas. I just think it's funny <laughs> that you know we could hit we could uh, hit production at 1.0. I wonder what uh, <laughs> what's in between. Well, Alexander's no, think... in the chat room right now. Oh, um, nice, nice. He's been teasing this for a couple of weeks. He yeah. kept saying, "I've got something I want to give you. I got something I want to give you," but he wouldn't give us any hints. Um, this was a pretty amazing, <laughs> pretty amazing gift to the community because um, it is one of the most scary things I've ever seen, and I hadn't no idea this was happening right i just Same. did the interview i think we did the phone interview from the original article and they finally 
posted the article and sent me the link and then that picture came up i'm like oh my god and uh and it's just become a thing for the show and we haven't talked about it in probably a year or more and uh it's amazing and then what alexander did with it to it's put next you level <laughs> next level man i'm having so much fun with this it's, today just like creating varying horrifying versions of me and you yeah it's so good like it's it's perfect. It was like it was made together. Like he did a really great job. Yeah, oh, so yeah. The, the the reproduction of the art style is is kind of amazing. Yeah. So I just changed my shirt to orange. I'm literally, so as cool. we speak, changing just everything to orange because I feel like that's <laughs> the most fitting uh, example like, of me and you. It's like an entire orange picture. Uh, I implore everybody to go oh. and just play around with this thing because it's hilarious and incredible. Oh, so I'm making all the pen clips and grips orange. Oh, that looks so good. <laughs> Alexander, for, somehow we have improved on the original. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was possible. In a um, way, me being with you makes the whole thing less scary. Yeah, totally. I mean, this is like Mona Lisa level stuff. Yep. Okay, now the entire thing is orange. <laughs> and now the whole chat room is distracted. <laughs> yep, including me. And your eyes, done. Now the yeah, entire so thing I is think, orange. So we're going to have to get people to screenshot these or something. And, and Yeah, I want to see people's uh, I want to see people's interpretations of this, like the colors that they choose. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes out. So tweet them at us, uh, iMike and Dowdyism. Uh, and we want to see what people come up with. And Alexander, you are now a legend of pen addict. Yep. Like, this will be, I'm sure, referenced and spoken about for a long time to come. Yep. So, um, you know, at some point we're going to have to pay for your hosting just to keep this up because we're going to mm-hmm. be around a while. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So good. Um, This is, what, three episodes into... This conversation of our Lamy Safari versus uh, Lamy AL Star, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've about beaten it to death. But uh, I got—I uh, was waiting in the airport uh, last Thursday, heading out to LA, and I was like, "Oh, I should just put up a poll on Twitter to choose for all of our all of my followers, Lamy Safari or Lamy AL Star." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And being the dummy that I am, like I knew I had to go to Twitter itself to create the poll and then i didn't put in the text that this is a poll for everyone in a third-party client because polls aren't allowed in third-party clients so not everyone annoying yeah so once i started getting a bunch of responses the the way i phrased it people were telling me like basically what's the one pin they would use for the rest of their life you know so i got a lot of good answers like that except they weren't answering the poll because they did not through no fault of their own. <laughs> I see, because you said you have one, you have, can have one fountain pen. Choose correctly, so people are going to say yeah. like sailor, like it's just yeah. going to carry a guy forever. Yeah. Oh, so man. I had like a million responses, and I was like, oh, I should, I screwed that up. <laughs> but still, we ended up with three hundred and five responses to the survey, which I think is a pretty good, pretty good number, or three hundred three. Um, and the winner. Lamy Safari at 55% versus 45% for Lamy AL Star. I think over 300 votes is like that's that's scientifically. Yeah. I think that's a valid number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get a good representation. And actually, that's about where I thought it would fall. Yep. Like, it, um, it's awfully close. 
and they're obviously both good pens. We're just having more fun with this than we any normal people would have. But uh, I thought let's uh, let's click some buttons um, from all my followers and see what we say. So I thought it was a good a good representation of everything. And uh, you know the the AL stars or all stars. I still don't know what's the official phrasing of it. Um, they were campaigning hard. You know um, they put on a, a good campaign to try to get those numbers up. But in the end, um, the one true Lamy won, and that's the Safari. So there you have it. The people have spoken, Mike. Club Safari forever. Um, yeah. Club, just, you know, it's, it's set now. We're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are currently uh, on Field Notes Watch as this episode is being <laughs> recorded. Um, this is happening again. Are you listening out there in, in Panatic Podcast land already know what the new Field Notes look like as they are currently recording at... 3.23 p.m. GMT on the 22nd of February 2017. Uh, we do not know what the new field notes look like. We know that they are being released today and everybody is... Uh, I've got like a whole system command set up over here, so hopefully mm-hmm. if it happens during the show, we could talk about it, but what will definitely happen is we will stop recording and then they will release them. Um, <laughs> and then Yeah, that, it's, that it's usually within the next hour-ish time frame. So I'm gonna like so, I'm gonna talk very slowly. <laughs> we just stretch this episode out. Uh, we both got our shipment notifications, which is a heartbreaking yeah, that was, email. Yeah, yeah, that was just mean. That was yeah. just mean. I just want it all in one. You know, just mm-hmm. give it to me all in one. Yep. So, so uh, we have we have the chat room on email duty mm-hmm. that um, I'm sure our our chat windows will blow up as soon as it happens. If it happens during the show, we will be sure to discuss it. If not, we'll figure something else out. And again, you can just look at the show notes right now and you'll know if it happens, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. But should we take our first break and then we talk Let's. about the LA Pen Show? Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping, and they therefore make the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. I'm getting ready for a lot of travel coming up, and when I travel, I like comfort. That is a very important thing to me to have comfort when I travel because I feel like the little things when you're traveling, you know, you just just have those little things that make you feel more human. They add to the whole experience and help you feel like you're you're not kind of just cattle being corralled and pushed for uh, tubes and into things and sat down. Mac Weldon, this is why I not only wear their stuff on a regular basis, you know, I have lots of Mac Weldon clothing at home now. I ensure that whenever I make any travel over a long distance, I am wearing my Mac Weldon sweatpants, my Mac Weldon underpants, and my Mac Weldon socks because therefore I know that I'm going to look good and I'm going to feel good for the entire time. Very important to me. Mac Weldon also used some clever science stuff to make a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial and they eliminate odor because of this. Mac Weldon really want you to be comfortable. If you don't like the stuff that you get from them, like you don't like your first pair of socks or your first pair of pants or your first shirt or undershirt or whatever it is, you keep it and they'll refund you. No questions asked. They don't want you to send it back. You keep it. It's yours now. Um, and then maybe you never know, you'll come around to it at some point in the future, which you should, because their stuff is amazing. 
It's good for working out, going to work, going on dates, everyday life, traveling. It doesn't matter what you want to do. Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good and perform well. Listeners of this show can get 20% off, a huge 20% off at MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. Use the code PENADDICT, or one word for that 20% off. Thank you so much to Mack Weldon for their support of this show and Relay FM. Yes, yeah, so my uh, boxers and socks made it to L.A. with me. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. So, uh, L.A. I like kitting you out, you know. Yeah. I do my best to just to kit you out. You know, I put things for your face, give you stuff for your body. <laughs> I'm all about that. But I put food food in your belly, you know. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I, yeah I've, I've got the full hookup going. It's <laughs> all about that. <laughs> all right. So, um, L.A., I will say, again, just real quick, like um, one of my favorite things when Brad goes to pen shows is he you creates a little diary for for mm-hmm. the members of the pen addict mm-hmm. so if you are not a member of the pen addict you're missing out on this sort of stuff so i'm gonna put a link in there go sign up to be a member penaddict.com slash members give brad some money because he's the best and he deserves it and you get great content out of it my favorite newsletter that i receive every week it's the only one that i always read and i love it when he goes to pen shows because you get to experience some of the fomo in, uh, mm. in full glory yeah so the fomo hit me hard um this week or this past weekend and we're going to talk about that in a minute but just the uh from the overall experience standpoint it was just about perfect like you know the travel was easy you know yeah. my my flights were good you know LA had an storm of epic proportions on Friday that we were out there like they don't get a lot of rain out in LA um and this storm was so big it had like the weather channel had like given it a name and yeah. it had like a category yeah. um and it was re- it was legitimately bad um on friday so people who traveled in friday had really really rough time luckily i came in before that but um i know people who travel in friday were telling us stories of you know they basically putting them on putting the plane on lockdown you know an hour before getting into la on the friday afternoon just because they didn't want anyone up and about and you know with the the rough uh flight uh landing that they were going to have so i felt bad for a lot of them but um we got inches and inches of rain the, um where we were at we were up against a window um in the hotel where the van s Penn's table was and like the palm tree limbs or in were flying against the window like smashing Jeez. against the window it was nuts like i took a bunch of pictures they're kind of hard to see because they were at a distance but you know the ponds on the little golf course that were behind the hotel like completely flooded the course it was a mess and there was a lot of damage around around town and in the area sinkholes and mudslides and uh so it was rough friday luckily we were indoors so that was good um and then it was just kind of like overcast and misty kind of the rest of the weekend we didn't see the sun the entire time in la except for a few hours sunday afternoon so it was kind of a weird weather trip um definitely abnormal from that aspect but we're pretty much in the hotel the whole time anyway so it was good to just hang out and uh talk about planes so um talk about pins not planes we also talked about planes Uh (laughs) went to a plane show Uh, welcome to the plane addict (laughs) so um the setup was the exact same as last year, um, except with less drama. Last year, the half of the ballroom was booked for half of the day on Friday or Saturday. I think it was Friday. So that was nightmarish for a lot of vendors, everyone mm-hmm. running around like crazy. Because this is one of the few shows 
that only has assigned tables and open to the public stuff on Sunday, which is dumb. So it causes problems. It causes people to have to move their stuff around. Um, since we have so much ink and all the shelving for Van S pens, we get in there early, find our tables. Luckily, they were the same as last year and um, set up everything and no one can move our Towers of Ink, right? They're just not going to do that. Who moves so. it? I don't understand. I mean, like when no you say it's like no one not signed tables, people can just steal tables. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's called Trader Days, Friday and Saturday. So people just come in. You know, if the table's open, they'll just put out their wares on a table. But it's, you know, people that are carrying stuff in smaller capacities. Since Van S knows where our tables were going to be assigned on Sunday, we mm-hmm. set them up there Thursday night. So we had a late night Thursday I night. Get you. Mm-hmm. getting everything set up. So like we I landed that afternoon, got over to the hotel about 4, went immediately and ate dinner, then came back and spent, you know, 2 or 3 hours setting up our tables because we don't want to do that Friday morning. It was good to just go ahead and push through on Thursday night. And uh so I I prefer doing that no matter how tired I am. I'd rather go ahead and get it done. So we don't have to sweat it much mm-hmm. on Friday. Um crowds on Friday were awesome. It was very busy on Friday. Crowds on Saturday were very light, which is kind of what happens when you do this kind of setup, right? So everyone who has the Trader Pass, they're there for starting on Friday. Can anyone so buy those? Yes, except they're $65. Wow. regular admission on Sunday is $7. 65 Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be there all weekend, obviously it's worth it, but, you know, otherwise causes basically a bum rush on sunday yeah so sunday was absolutely insane like three and four deep five deep at the table sometimes like i would work out in the like in the hallway not behind the table like in front of the table and like i would have to like crane my neck and reach in there to see if i could help anybody and I'm like talking over three people to talk to the people in the front who might have a question um, wow. while the other people wait behind them um, to get in, to get up in there and look at the inks and look at the pens and things like that. So Sunday was crazy. We didn't eat lunch on Sunday. So if that tells you anything and you know, our, we're usually very strict about our rules, but we would have physically never had a chance to stop on Sunday. Um, so by Sunday night, you know, we, Started taking stuff down about 5.30. Um, got out about 7.30, 8 o'clock to go eat dinner. So that was like the first thing we ate since breakfast. But it was worth it. I mean, the people are so cool. Um, we had a good time talking and helping to everybody. I got a lot of... Uh, I noticed I was getting tagged on a lot of Instagram pictures later saying, hey, thanks for your help today at the show. That makes me feel good um, to you know be able to help people pick out an ink or try out a pen or do anything that they need at a pen show you know answer questions just uh hang out and have fun so all in all like the show proper itself was really good it was better than last year um just from from a vibe and a feel perspective um crowds felt bigger um sales were more 
and it was just uh all around good show um i really like uh was we were wondering if we were going to come back after last year just because it was just it was just weird but that came from the promoter's perspective certainly not the people that were coming Mm -hmm. um just made it more difficult but this year um it was much smoother sailing we did have to move one table of ink on sunday because they added in a different table which that was a, a a point of discussion among us seems like a pretty hostile environment yeah, the um, the promoter is not very friendly. That's why, I mean, I tell people this, and I don't want this to sound like too negative, but it's, it's more of just the facts. Like, we can't bring the pen addict there because we can't work with the promoter to do anything. You know, we have to have promoter buy-in to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, we have that in Atlanta, you know? Um, so it's, like, hard to do, like, proper events at this show. So, like, at night, the only, like, real scheduled, like, after-hours event was aurora pens they did a uh an event but it's just in the bar as we're sitting there right there's right. no special thing which is that that's okay i don't mind that they have a good bar setup but there was no there was no room or space or coordination it's just sure. like every hey everyone show up in the bar at nine o'clock and we'll we'll do this aurora we'll thing. be in this corner yeah yeah which worked out well but it was just um you know it was just uh it's 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 not the promoter is not uh, an easy guy to work with. So, it's not changing with the times either. Right? These things are becoming it, events totally, as opposed to people totally. just popping in and buying some stuff. Right. And it would be much better from a vendor's perspective um, if we could at least have uh, Saturday as public days too. From a biz- We would make more money. It's like you're preventing us from making money <laughs> by mm-hmm. this setup. But also at the same time, we're also agreeing to go and do it. So, right. Yeah. So we could choose not to, but we do because it's a good show. And then the people are, mm-hmm. people are awesome, which is always, there are benefits still. Absolutely. Absolutely. Plus, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the West coast, uh, friends and, and fans of the, the show are the best. I mean, they're, they're awesome. So I just had the, the people out there are awesome. Hopefully one day, maybe. Yeah. Oh, we, we could definitely get out there, but, um, like LA wouldn't be an event we could swing to do something in San Francisco. On the other hand, that would that could work. San Francisco would be good. I mean, I don't go there. I'm not going to be going there anymore. So that's true. That's true. So yeah, you would like it. You would like it. So it was crazy. It was busy. We did real real well. Had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you asked me in the show notes, did anyone buy all the inks like we've talked about before? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think anyone did. No one um, went we the whole collection. No one went the whole collection. The Kyoto inks were f- 10 in total. Um, I definitely sold like five or six, um, but never all 10. Did they sell as well as you were expecting them to? Yeah. Yeah. Real well. We went out of the, the most popular color by the second day we were out of. Um, we sold out of the Robert Oster Fire and Ice the second day. Yep. Like, we couldn't bring enough of that. Um, we sold out of whatever knock products Lisa brought oh, um, nice. by Saturday, which made me feel real good. That's that a good they, feeling. Like everyone gave us, like I got, I told Jeff when we got back, like the feedback on the knock stuff was really good. Um, too bad we didn't have any more. Like some people were disappointed we didn't have any, which you know it's understandable. But um, we're we're about to be able to to turn that up, which you know that's a frequent thing for me to say, but it's it's getting there. So we'll have news on that soon. Um, but yeah, you know, there was just sold a ton of, we can't sell enough Ackermann inks. 
um, either the standard lineup or the new Dutch Master Series. Sold a ton of that. Sold lots of pens, lots of Kavecos and Lamis. The 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 AL Star Pacific Pacific Blue was fantastic. Um, everyone loved that pen, which is a great looking pen. So yeah, it was great. Do you think that this might be a show that that Knock would do one day? Maybe, maybe it, it's possible. We certainly have the uh, the following yeah. out there. We got I got I get more questions about Knock than I imagined. So when you get that kind of feedback, I, I told Jeff I was like, there was so much feedback and questions about Knock. I would think this would be a good show for us. Yeah, if you sold because, out uh, the product that you had, that's a real good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it wasn't that much. I mean. I mean, we're talking like 20 pieces, but, mm-hmm. you know, but just the the questions and the feedback that we get from the, uh, the, um, the people at the show was, was super good. So I, I definitely appreciated all that. It's helpful. It's helpful to have, get that kind of direct feedback. Oh yeah, for sure. Good I mean, or bad. Good yeah. or bad. I want yeah, someone want to say, to Hey, th- this doesn't work for me. You know, that's important stuff. Especially so, people yeah. can show you, right. They right. can show you the, what they what they like and what they don't like as opposed to just yep. trying to write it to you. And so yep, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. a wonderful environment. But everybody wants to know though, what did you buy? What what what, what did you buy? You obviously <laughs> bought something. What did you buy? <laughs> so I didn't realize it until after like my first few purchases. So I did one a couple things different this year. One, I bought a lot. And two <laughs> <laughs> two, I bought it almost all of it on Friday. So generally I'll do my show shopping on Sunday because that's when it slows down because of the format of the show. Um, traditional shows outside of LA tend to slow down Sunday and I've had a chance to look around and kind of decide in my head what I want to buy. This time I kind of knew ahead of time I'd end up with another stylo art pen um, because I knew they'd be there. Um, and it was kind of quiet on Friday um, late in the day, so I went and sat with them, um, Mr. and Mrs. Kazuno, who are just some of the best people in the world. Um, they're so nice and so helpful, and they had some Arushi pens that I'd seen last year at LA, but I went with a wooden pen. And one of the neat things about their pens is, depending on the model, some are built with sailor um, grip sections and nibs. Some are built for pilot grip sections and nibs. So last year I bought a wooden pen and it was uh, set up for sailor. This year I bought an Arushi pen. Um, it's called the Kinpaku, I believe. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, it's which stands for gold leaf. So it's an Arushi pen. The lacquering is over this beautiful gold leaf. It makes the gold leaf look like amber. Um, in the pictures, there's a little bit of red in there. There's some gold sparkles. There's some good pictures um, from Stylo Art. They teased them before they came out, but they had had some last year too. But they had brought like four or five to the show, and I know when we left, there was only two left. So they sold at least three of these during the show. Um, they're really spectacular feeling and looking. Um, the attention to detail is awesome. The ability to put in a pilot nib. So I got a pilot stub nib in mine. You can choose. Like they have things like the PO nib and the Waverly's and the um, the Falcon and, and anything you want in pilot. You mm-hmm. know, he can put a nib in for you. And it's just really beautiful. It fits my hand and feel and the style is, is really good. So um, I'll be using this pen a lot, carrying it around a lot. And I will be definitely... Um, 
taking some more pictures of it. I just have to get it in some good lighting. I just had my, my hotel room lighting and I haven't had time to take any pictures since I got home. So that was my big purchase. But this isn't the one I'm excited about though. <laughs> Is it the next one? It's the next one. So this was, so I didn't, I won't say I had a plan to get the stylo art pen. I had a plan to get a stylo art pen. It happened to be this one. This next pen, I obviously had zero intention of buying. Um, I have enough Franklin Kristoffs to last a lifetime. Um, I love their pens, though, and they're you know they're just fun to use. Um, the styles fit me well, fit my aesthetic well. I love the choices of nibs. And then at pen shows, they do all these crazy prototype colors like that are not in their stock lineup. So that's kind of one thing that they're known for at pen shows. I went over there on Friday. I think this was the first pen I bought, actually. Um, and I happened to see this um, Eleanor, who was a friend of the show and a friend of, friend of the uh, the entire community. She's awesome. And she was helping at Frank and Christoph, Christoph table. And she said, look at this. And I basically, my jaw dropped. And there's no name for the color. But it's a Franken Kristoff Model O2, and I think I'm going with nuclear fallout. It's a perfect way to describe it. Um, for the color, it's fluorescent lime green yellow with green swirly sections oh, and so finials. It is stupidly good looking. It is so good looking in person. Again, this is an awful, awful picture. And if you think it looks good in that picture. Just wait till I get some good pictures of it. Um, and I, I I have the cartridge in it. I mean, the converter in it, because that's what it ships with at uh, the show. And I, I just wanted to ink it up then to use it then because it's so cool. But I've already gotten it home and I droppered it with the Ackerman number 28, the really bright, bright green that we love so much. And this pen's... I mean, there was no way I was not buying this pen when I saw it. Right. I mean, this is my kind of pen. So like I have the most traditional, classic, Japanese, artistic, Arushi, gold leaf, <laughs> beautiful pen sitting next to the most gaudy, tacky, fluorescent, crazy, insane Franklin Kristoff pen. And I absolutely love them both equally. Right. It's like it's it's weird. Like I don't have like one aesthetic that I go for. I just go for what I think's cool for me. And that Franklin Kristoff is so cool. Um <laughs> that definitely got the most feedback over the weekend. Um I didn't have time to post too many Instagram pictures. I tried to, but uh you'll be seeing more pictures of both of these pins. So those were my two like oh wow purchases because they were just they were definitely out there but on different ends of the spectrum, right? So, um, also on, so this is all on Friday. So I've already bought those two pens and, uh, Karis customs is there and I'd been wanting to try the mini fountain K, which is their small one. Um, so it's I bought a, one of those missed me completely. I didn't even notice it existed. Yeah. 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 So it came out last year. Um, it's one I wanted to try for the size and I've always wanted the gray anodization one. So I got a gray one with a black section and then I've always wanted one of their turquoise, uh, models that they do in different, it's a hand painted model, um, that they do in different 
styles. So I got a retract and a two-tone silver and turquoise. And retract's my favorite like standard ink cartridge pen that they do. So I kind of went all out on Friday. And I was pretty happy with that. Um, I spent... I think it's because it'd been like six months since I've been to a pen show. I kind of went stupid on what I was buying. And, um, you know, I spent probably more than I anticipated, but that's okay. But it was, I, I justified it, right? Like we all do. I was like, gosh, it's been, I hadn't been to a show since August. You got it built up, right? What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. I needed all this stuff. I needed all this stuff. <laughs> so, and then, so I was happy with everything I bought. I didn't need to buy any more pens, and I knew I would buy some ink by the end of the weekend. But when it gets slow at pen shows, you tend to walk around more. And of course, uh, my good friend Sarge, who lives over there in the UK with you, um, he always has, he's probably one of the best just dealers, pen dealers on the planet. Yeah, some amazing stuff at the London show. The quality and quantity of goods that he carries. And I'm always, there's always like 10 things I want to buy from him, but, you know, they're all like $2,000 each. And, you know, I can't quite afford that, even though I spent uh, an astronomical amount already. Um, But uh, as I, I spend a lot of time at his table because there's always something new. And I happen to notice some Kavecos he had, which he normally doesn't have, which I hadn't seen his um, stock in a while. And they were smaller, you know, the pocket size Kavecos, not, you know, full length Kavecos. Uh, one was a sport Kaveco sport from the 1930s. And it's a piston filler in the small size with like the, um, the chased, you know, engraved black pattern. I haven't taken pictures of these yet. Cause I wanted to get them home. I haven't inked them. It's practically brand new. Um, it has a fine nib. It, it's got some really beautiful designs, some cool stamping on there. It's got a great looking nib. And then I bought another Sport, which is a, actually a slimmer model from that one, which is from the 60s. It's also a piston filler. One's got a green ink window. This one has a blue ink window. There, I've been wanting this type of pen for years. Um, I've never seen any in person except that other people already owned um that they were showing me i've never seen any available to buy or any that looked as nice as this i guess so sarge's pens are always pristine um uh, admittedly you pay a premium for them and sarge knows it and he can get it so because he i mean he has the goods right you trust him um in sarge we trust so (laughs) they're beautiful i've got them uh ready to be inked up i haven't decided what inks i'm going to put in them yet um, so you I haven't seen some pictures of these things, man. I know I've been holding, I've been holding out because I want to do them justice. Also, I want to get their specifications down, right? I want to be able to say, this right. is exactly what this pin is. And like Sarge tells know, me, right? yeah. well, like Sarge tells me and we discuss it, but I don't have that written down to be able to re-communicate that. So the interesting one about the 1960s one, it ha- it has an oblique nib. It's an OB. So I don't think that's a very common thing. And, um, they're, I think when you see pictures of them, you're going to be very pleased mm. with them, I think. Go. So I guess, uh, follow your Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. So those will be coming up soon. So I, that was six pen. I bought six pens oh. <laughs> on this trip, which is stupid. Um, you know, I usually, I tend to, I mean, I'll buy nothing if I don't see anything that, um, 
you know, floats my boat. Um, like in Chicago last year, I bought one pin that I was very happy with. Um, I'll buy zero pins if that's the case, but I think it'd been so long since I'd been to a pin show. I kind of went a little crazy, a little overboard because then I still had to buy inks, right? So the new Ackermann Dutch masters, I don't need a 120 milliliter bottle of ink, but I'm going to buy one anyway. So I bought uh, number, the colors number five. It's the sea blue. Um, it's really, really pretty. I have that inked up in my Sailor 105th anniversary pen. I bought one of the Kyoto inks. It's this black ink called Nureba Eero. I'm going to do some pictures of that because it's kind of a unique, sheeny black. It's kind of hard to imagine uh, what it looks like because it's not like a traditional black. It's got a little something extra in it. Um, and then I bought two brown bung box inks. One was tortoiseshell brown, and one is, I just call it eel, because I can't really pronounce the rest of the name. It's Kabayaki Hamanako Eel. Um, they're both like shades of brown. you tried anyway, though, right? Yeah, one dark and one light. So I've been enjoying my brown inks recently. And then I ended up with a bottle of Aurora Blue Black, because that was from the Aurora giveaway. Um, from the from the party, they they gave everyone um, some bottles of ink, so it's super cool. Um, it's uh, I I just haven't caught up on taking pictures and sharing all the stuff that I got yet. Just haven't had the time yet. So, um, but there's some great pictures on my Instagram. I've shared some pictures, um, you know, from uh, from the event. You know, hadn't had quite too many, and then um, you know, I got to do some other cool things like. Um, interview uh, Linda from Aurora, who's their export manager, who was traveling with the Kenro guys. Mm -hmm. So I sat down, you know, for like a half an hour with her and we went through a bunch of questions. Um, I do have some links to uh, my friend Franz, who's in the in the uh, chat room right now. Franz has the best pictures of the show as a whole. If you go follow his feed. Um, we'll link to it in the show notes. You can see all the cool stuff that happened. So he took a party picture of us, which was really kind of the after party party picture. That was about 11 or 1130 at night where we're just all hanging around a table, just, uh, relaxing after a, a nice day on Friday. So that's the cool stuff about the, uh, the show. And I did a post yesterday, just, you know, just saying, Hey, I'm back and we'll start, get back to normal here in a minute. And, you know, I had another post of one of the tables that was at our little after party there. So it's fun. It's fun. So, uh, I, it, it was, I mean, essentially a perfect show just because everything went off well. It was no drama. Um, it was, which not that there's a lot of drama, but I'm just saying we didn't have to think about things other than why we're there and the people we're hanging out with. So that's, that's what makes a great show to me. And, uh, the people is, people are the best, you know, like every night we'd hang out at the bar and just relax and chat and share pens and, Tell stories. And April can't come soon enough. Yeah, you're jealous. I am. I I love the pen shows. Um, and I'm very excited to do two this year. Yeah, that should be cool. That should be cool. So um, the, uh, the next show I'm at is in Little Rock, which is a new one for me. And I'm actually doing something really different this year. I'm kind of working for the show itself. So... I'm not, hype I'm man. just going, yeah, I'm going as the hype man. I'm just going as me and I'm going to be sharing a bunch of, doing a bunch of the promo stuff for the show, you know, while we're there sharing a bunch of pictures, I'll probably take over their Instagram feed, stuff like that. And we're getting a lot of good feedback. A lot of people are coming to the Little Rock show. So if you're in that area or within a good driving distance and there's not a lot of their other shows in that area besides Dallas, 
um, that's one you should think about going to because um, it, there's going to be some cool stuff happening there. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. So that's a month from now. And then another month after that is our time, man, uh, back in back in the ATL. Home base. <laughs> Home base. So LA was awesome. Thank you to everyone who came out and said hi and took pictures and selfies. I was doing, uh, I was on Snapchat saying hey to people who were fans who couldn't make it to the show. So it was, Such it's a, a celebrity, trip. Brad. Lisa gets the biggest kick out of it. She just taunts me the whole time about uh, people wanting to come up and say hi, but I love it. And because I just like talking to people and, you know, hope ensuring that they're having a good time. So I just want to make everyone happy. Dowdy in the building. Yep. It's, uh, it's just so nice to have Anna's husband make all these trips. Oh, I know. Right. I He's... like, I, I did, I did get that once, um, you know, one of the listeners came up and she saw me and she was like, Oh, I am so glad Anna's husband made it to the show <laughs> this year. I was like, you are amazing. And I love you. And thank you. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Squarespace. You want to enter the offer code Inc at checkout and you will get 10% off your first purchase make your next move with squarespace they let you easily create that great website for your next awesome idea they'll be able to give you a great domain name that you can take advantage of award-winning templates and so much more it doesn't matter what you're trying to put online squarespace has all of the tools and facilities that you need to make it happen maybe you're looking to make an online store to sell your wares. Maybe you're looking to create a portfolio to display your art. Maybe you have a podcast and you want a website for it. Maybe you have a restaurant and you want a website for that. Maybe you want to create a blog so you can share your thoughts with the world. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Squarespace have got you covered. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name and all of those award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off all of your amazing ideas. Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can sign up for a free trial today with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com. And then when you do sign up, you want to use the offer code INK, I-N-K, at checkout. You'll get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for this show. Thanks to Squarespace. Let them help you make your next move to make your next website. Yeah, and memo to pen show promoters, let Squarespace help you. Yeah, what a great... Yeah. <laughs> if you... <laughs> we had this conversation. This is the, what happens at the bar at night. Um I could redo about 10 pin show websites with Squarespace um, in, you know, a month's time and get everyone on the same page of normalcy, um, make it better looking, make it have better information. And Squarespace allows you to do that. So memo to pin show promoters, look into this, please. Yeah, because, I mean, you can have maps, you can have all that information, contact information, and just a generally good looking website that's hosted well and it's going to stay up, right? Like, yeah, do it. Yeah. All right. Last time, uh, we promised a Knock Co Lanier update. So the the Kickstarter campaign that you had for for the uh, bag that you're making. Yeah. Um, kind of w- what's going on? How how are things? Yeah. So I didn't want to answer during the show because I had just gotten some information. 
um, and I wanted to process this. I'd either gotten it the night before the show or before the morning of the recording. So in my head, I'd received this information, and I was like, okay, I need to put out a backer update for this, but I just need to, you know, chew on it, get it ready, figure out how I'm going to say these things. And at that time, I was thinking we might be delayed. Okay. Like, not an extreme amount of time, but even if we're going, like, our our uh, due date is April. Um, like, even if we're into May, I'm going to tell people, right? So, I sat on that information for, like, a couple days, or, like, a day, not knowing exactly how I wanted to phrase it. Then you asked me during the show, and I was like, yeah, I need to put out an update. And then I didn't. I just got sidetracked. Just got I was packing for L.A., leaving the next morning. So... I actually got a call Friday with the manufacturer and got an update and they were kind of conflicting what they said before that maybe we're not going to be delayed. So that happened. So then Monday I had saved all my emails and, and um, follow up for Monday. Like when I go to the airport, like I get a bunch of work done Monday morning. So I called them Monday morning and now I think we're actually on time hmm. for April delivery. So that's why I didn't want to say anything last week because I was I didn't want to have to go back on it. Um, so I actually talked to them, got up to speed where we're at with production because this is the same company that does our production cases, right? Our retail cases. So they're super busy for us right now. And the, um, the feedback I got was that we're... A, shockingly ahead of schedule, which we're only ahead of schedule because I knew ahead of time to <laughs> to build in behind schedule. <laughs> so we're we're actually normal schedule. We're not ahead or oh, behind anything. I can't anything. follow we're, this timeline anymore. <laughs> well, this is the manufacturing part. That's a brutal, right? It's hard. So we're on time. So but basically, I, I, I put out a backer update gave kind of the ins and outs in a couple short paragraphs. And at the end, I basically just boiled it down to bottom line. Looks like we're still on time. So that's all you need to know right now for the Lanier. So we should be shipping in April. I don't know if I'm going to be able to deliver backer stuff at the pin show. It, like we're going to be on that tight of a schedule, but you know, we're really, 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 really close to being on time. So what is this just manufacturer problems? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's freaking tough. Like, I yell on the phone now is my job. Ugh, I don't like. Uh, I don't like the sound of that, man. That yeah. doesn't sound. But like it's fun. okay. Well, no, it's just. It's like I have a really friendly relationship with them. They know where I'm coming from. I know where they're coming from. And when I have to push, I just have to push. I mean, this is how. This is my job. Yeah, it's funny how like your job changes, right? Like as as time goes on, it, it starts to morph. Like you had an idea of it being this thing, and it still is that right. thing, but it also comes right. with all this other stuff that you didn't expect. Yep. Well, you're you're experiencing that now. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh like uh my our good friend uh, Harry Marks put in a I just in one of the um uh Facebook groups I'm in, he was talking about like manufacturers and manufacturing and limited editions and you know. I, I don't have the whole thing in front of me, but he was just going on and on about, you know, why do we do this? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? He wasn't making any statement one way or the other, but he was just having a discussion. And all I replied was manufacturing is hard. Mm -hmm. Like it just is like, I knew 
when we did this Kickstarter, I had to build in a buffer so we didn't look ridiculous because things are going to happen. And guess what? Exactly those things happened. And somehow I'm going to hit this date. <laughs> but that date, I mean, I'll tell you up front, like when we're laying out the linear, I was like, do we want it in January? We knew we couldn't do, we knew we couldn't do Christmas. And we're like, well, January seems a little bit of a stretch. So maybe February. Okay. So if we think they're going to be ready in February, we probably need to do April because something's going to happen. And here we are. Yeah. It seems difficult. It is. It is difficult. It's difficult and time-consuming and expensive, but I enjoy it. It's what we do. I enjoy being able to create create these things and make cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we try to do: make cool stuff. Yeah, but there's a and, lot. Uh, there's a lot so that far, come, so good. like that happens between idea and cool stuff, right? Like, yes, and that's what you're doing right now. Right, 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 right. So yeah, it's all good though. I mean, like we're like. I'm as happy as I've ever been with our manufacturing process today, even though I'm behind on retail shipments. Um, What they're doing right now, they finally, it's taken months of phone calls and meetings to get to where we're at today, but they see the potential we have. We know the potential and quality that they have. So um, we're finally in that spot now where all that's syncing up and that's taken like six months. We thought all this would be six months. I thought the point I'm at today would be six months ago. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have worked that way. That no. was na- naive of me. Uh, well, I'm happy that it's moving along. Yep. It's, you sound you sound tired from it, honestly. Like just hearing. <laughs> well, because it's not just this. that. Because I have so much we want to do. Right. I mean, we design products. So we, there's a lot of hand, I'm not a retailer that says, give me a hundred of these pens that already exist. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes in this. That's what takes up all of our time. So I'm, I, yeah, I, there's been points in the past month or two where Jeff and I have been like, gosh, like, what are we going to do? You know, but we've had these experiences before. Yeah. We've had these, oh my gosh, we're going to die experiences. It's scary running your own business and providing for your family this way. Like this is what you're relying on. So, but that just makes you bust it that much harder. And, you know, I want, I want, I'm the right person to yell on the phone (laughs) because I do it in a way i mean i need to get what i need to get and i'm gonna get it <laughs> that's the way it's gonna be <laughs> that's the hustle man yeah i gotta gotta keep it hustle man it's uh it's been difficult it's taken longer than we expected yeah so um but in the end like externally everything is going well like we just don't have enough product but it's happening it's all happening now again not so. bad it's not a bad as far as problems go it's not a bad problem right mm-hmm. right that, that's that's why we can't have the pin addict kickstarter pouch like mm-hmm. in april or may because i have other stuff lined up ahead of it that have been in months in process so, so. brad dowdy mm-hmm. the field notes just dropped <laughs> all right let's do it
Where are we at? All right, so we are looking up. at here the uh, the thirty fourth edition, the spring for twenty seventeen, is called Utility. Okay, I think you're gonna like the look of these. This seems this seems right, right up your street, honestly. Here we go. Here we go. Kind of color wise and uh, idea wise, oh. Utility features your choice of two often requested but rarely available body pages: Engineer Graph or Ledger. Oh, Engineer Graph. Engineer okay. Graph features a one-eighth inch grid with borderlines each half inch. Yeah. Yeah, that's a traditional design. Mm-hmm. Um, They're yellow and they have, uh, like, the bottoms of the books have the, uh, which I think is a very nice touch, the uh, a design element which indicates what paper's inside. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very oh, nice. See the covers. Safety oh, yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the grid pattern is on the cover. Yeah, but only on the bottom. Right, 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 right. right. Um, black staples. Yeah, black staples are nice. So sorry for the pausing while we're doing we're this. We're literally reading we're, this right now. We're reading it as we get it up. Uh, there's um, a keychain bottle opener for subscribers. <laughs> the after hours so, utility tool. <laughs> <laughs> so this is drink local style where it's two three packs everything comes to itself yep. if you want utility graph that's a three pack if you want utility ledger that's a three pack yeah but as, so as like, a purchaser you can choose you can buy either but do we get one we should get one of each i assume a subscriber gets gets one of each but like if yeah. you want to buy extras you can choose um these are killer they got a ruler built into them as well, like into the cover. It unfolds from the yeah, edge. Yeah, I'm. Oh, and it folds out. Yeah, it comes. Oh Christ, that's really smart. I think these are nice. I actually use the um, ruler in the back of the field notes notebooks. Have you ever used that before? No, I never used like, it. They do. They you print it on the edge inside back cover. These are really, really great. Definitely better than like the black ice, which was fine. Um, I'm super happy with these. Yeah, I I uh, I don't like the ledger. I've never liked the ledger. Um, sure, sure. So I think it's nice that you can choose. I, I wish that as a subscriber, I'm <laughs> just gonna <laughs> get the graph because graph sure graph I'm all about. Like that's fine yeah. for me. Graph is the same as grid in in my mind. Like it's you know it's just little boxes. Right. You can do what you yeah. want with them. Uh, but ledger I'm not so hot on. Um, but that kind of seems like a pack that Adina would like. Honestly, I'd just give those to her. But yeah. I like the look. I really, I really, really like the 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 bottoms of them where it shows what paper's inside. I think mm-hmm. that's a super nice touch, and it looks really different to anything they've done before. Right. Because everything else is just like pure, right? Like it's just all one right. color, and then it has the little design element on the bottom that I like. Um, mm-hmm. You know how I like it. You know, I've been talking about this for weeks about having a story. Um, and the ruler adds to the story of the mm-hmm. notebook. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that works really well. Yeah, it's definitely on that construction bit like the workshop companion was. Um, the the black and yellow colors here are yeah. definitely yeah, yeah. Um, common in like the construction world, um, even though these are in the hipster world. <laughs> there's that uh, crossover look. It's very cool. Um, I'm happy with it. I... I really, really like it. So this looks like it's the uh, 
the good stock too, the 70 pound Mohawk vellum, mm. which is uh, probably my favorite that they do. So these should be excellent. I think they'll do well. Um, you know, they'll not speak to everybody, but I'm pretty happy with these. So we'll see how they are when they get in. But I, I love the bright, the the yellow covers. Yeah, and for the, me, this the, and is the black, gonna, the black is, highlights. Yeah, very exactly. Cool. Uh, for me, this is gonna high, This is all gonna hinge on how the cover looks and how mm-hmm. it feels. Like it looks like it's gonna be pretty good, but like I feel like this might be a color you have to like see to be like, whoa, look at this, look at this color, this yellow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I like them. It, it, it's, it's it's this isn't a blow the doors off edition. Sure. Um, sure. But it's it's a basic edition which they've done well. Um, they haven't done anything crazy with right, um, mm-hmm. and like so, I, I think of something like Shenandoah. That was the exact one that I thought of because Shenandoah was a, a basic edition, but it yep. didn't it didn't do it for me. I didn't like that right. edition, mm-hmm. but this is a basic edition that has got some design elements that I quite like. Right. So yeah, it's funny you say that. Like I'm trying to think back of what this edition's comparable to and in as far as you know how it lines up with the rest of the group and i think it's the shenandoah it's not going to like sell out immediately or be almost gone like lunacy but it's going to be a good quality edition even though a lot of people thought shenandoah was too plain i loved it um because of the green but mm-hmm. um this is going to be right there at like that range for me in in the grand scope of field notes things so yeah i am uh, i'm excited to get these these look fantastic yeah, um, it, it feels like it's focusing again on what these notebooks are used for. Exactly. Which I like. Yeah, um, this is and, the, and, and a real good use case, which I think they tried to highlight with the workshop companion as well, mm-hmm. is like people use these like when they're building stuff. Oh, to get work done. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I think this is a, this is a return to that idea, which I, which I do also enjoy because... It's nice to focus on what the things are used for because sometimes the most beautiful ones are the ones that are the least usable. Right. right. Um, so I like to have the balance. Right. Yeah, just like, you know, people use these to do work and I got an email um, last week that wanted to praise the Expedition Edition because they're a construction worker and they need that. And I said, that's exactly why this edition was built. And, you know, I love that you have that specific use case for this and that's what makes this stuff so cool uh edition size of thirty-five thousand packs which is that's just a, up a lot. from black ice but the same amount as lunacy yeah that's a lot i expect it's because they had to go with they did two different papers so they probably yeah. had to push the run up a little bit higher yeah yeah which would go in line with lunacy as well right because lunacy had like two different cover types as well as the paper. Yeah. Like two different cover papers that, and then all the different cutouts. Oh, gosh, yeah. Lunacy, Lunacy was a big, big event. Yeah. So I wonder if the edition size is cut right down, right in half of the two patterns. I'm sure. I would assume it is. Maybe. Maybe. They might know a little bit more about customer preferences, right? Is it 60-40 grid? Like yeah. is, That would be... Something like that. That's so, what I anyway. would expect. I would expect you'd make more grid than than ledger, but yeah. I mean they'll know how well the ledger ones are done in the past. Um, These are going to photograph extremely well in stuff. Yep. yep. Yeah. This is it's going to look good, right? Like this. Mm-hmm. This is a edition. It's going to pop out. It's going to look good. When I looked at yep. the the 
photo first I thought that they went back to butcher orange mm. but like that was my first thought but I was like no when you actually look at it you can see it's more yellow yeah um, so I'm, I'm keen to look at these I'm keen to see the the color like to see what the color yeah. actually looks like um, so yeah I think this looks like a like a good addition um, I will say mm. yes agreed and agreed. I'm happy that so. they did it when we were recording I they usually do it around 11 o'clock mm-hmm. uh, Eastern, so 10 o'clock their time is about when they release it on the Wednesday. So it's uh, worked out well for us these past few editions. So I think I can about wrap it up for today. We, there's a yeah. nice bookend to the show. Just I think that's the, the start, perf- perfect way to end. end it. Yep. Want to find our show notes this week? Head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 245. There is some great stuff in the show notes this week that you do not want to miss. <laughs> uh, thanks again to our sponsors, Squarespace and Mac Weldon. If you want to find Brad online, he is on Twitter. He is at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, and he's penaddict on Instagram. Um, I just got sent a link, Brad, that, that apparently mm-hmm. now you can, you can post multiple Instagram photos at once and swipe through them. I don't know if that oh, is a, interesting. any use to you at all, but when I was looking for the field notes thing, I saw that fly by my screen. So oh, it could be good for somebody like you, right? Like you, you've got yeah. some product shots of a, a, a knock and you could have it from different angles and stuff. That could be kind of cool. That's cool. That's cool. And pen shots too. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll look at that. Penaddict.com for Brad's work and knock.co for his amazing products. You can find me online. I'm at imike, I-M-Y-K-E. The Pen Addict is a part of Relay FM. You can find many shows um, over at relay.fm slash shows. I'm sure that there'll be something else in our list that will tickle your fancy. Until Mm -hmm. next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.